guys, Keith Angle for TGI Sports Talk, and I'm doing a uh, Friday Major League Baseball review uh, for Let's Talk Sports Roku Network. Hopefully we don't have the same issues I was just having a second ago with the internet, and we'll be providing these updates every Friday and maybe some more content down the road. Who knows? So welcome. We'll talk a little bit. I'm going to start over about the news in, in baseball today. Some exciting stuff going on with the trade deadline over and uh, we're back to baseball, and, and look, at there's some interesting stories going on. Uh, we'll start with the Brewers losing to the Pirates yesterday. Uh, they're scuffling pretty badly, the Brewers, and they go, they did not make any major moves with offense in this post, I'm sorry, this uh, trade deadline. It was very surprising, especially with guys like Brandon Drury available right there in their own division with the Reds. Um, some other guys that they probably could have taken a look at to fill that third base issue that they have. Just the offense in general. They made no major moves other than trading Josh Hader. Um, and I don't see where the Brewers got better. I see where the Brewers might be worse. And they lose to the Pirates, as I said again, 5-4. to four. And coupled with the, with the Cardinals sweeping a doubleheader from the from the Cubs yesterday. And, and, and Carlos, I'm sorry, not Carlos, so Jose Quintuan, Quintuan. I was saying his name perfectly earlier. Uh, Quintuana, I know it's wrong again, I apologize, getting his first victory uh, for the Cardinals. Uh, they're in a dead foot, dead heat now with the with the Brewers, and the Cardinals may have a leg up here uh, in this race. Uh, getting Jordan Montgomery from the Yankees uh, helps uh, deepen their pitching staff. Uh, they didn't go all in for, for Juan Soto, but they made a few moves that, that make this probably a stronger team overall. A much better offense in my mind than than the Brewers, and uh, probably enough pitching to overcome that really good Brewers pitching. And listen, I I had called for the Brewers to win the World Series because of that pitching staff, and I thought they would find ways to improve their offense, and they just have not done it. Um, and I thought they were a pretty good, uh, 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 you know, long shot to win the World Series based on my picking the Braves last year. And pulling that out after the team was two games under 500 about at this point last year. Was very excited about that. So the Dodgers, they keep winning. Uh, Clayton Kershaw leaves this game uh, with a with a sore lower back, which is something to be concerned about. He's pitched very, very well this year. We know his problems in the postseason, but he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. The Dodgers extend their lead over the Padres, who I'll talk about in a second. Do not count the Padres as, you know, because of all the moves they made remaking their offense. They made no moves on pitch for pitching. And we'll talk about that in a second. The Dodgers win five to three over the Giants. The Padres lose to the Colorado Rockies seven to three. Behind Joe Musgrave, their pitching is questionable at best. Did they improve their bullpen getting Josh Hader? I really believe they did. His numbers don't look great, but he had two bad uh, outings just before the All-Star break, which really increased his uh, ERA to around five. It was around two. And you can use Josh Hader in any part of the game, and I like that, and I hope that's how the Padres use him. And I really think that's in, encouraging that there's a pitcher who doesn't have to come in and be the closer in ninth inning. I need my guy like Josh Hader to come in when the game is on the line. doesn't matter to me if it's the ninth inning or it's the sixth inning or the fifth inning. If the game's on the line, that's when you get your shutdown closer in the game. 
don't need it with a five run or a three run lead in the ninth inning. But the Padres lack enough pitching. Their offense is tremendous now with Soto and Josh Bell and Drury coming in there to join Manny Machado and, and Fernando Tatis, who will be back soon. A tremendous offensive core of young kids. Not so young Manny. He's 29 or 30. It's still fairly young. And the other two are, are 23 or under. But you've got to get better pitching. Come playoff time, runs are a premium. Good pitching very often beats good hitting. You've seen it with, uh, with the Yankees in the last uh, four or five years, having trouble beating teams with good pitching. They had trouble with the Indians. They have trouble with the Astros more than once. Trouble with the Rays. Couldn't score enough runs. Forget about sign-stealing, guys. <laughs> you don't score any runs. It doesn't matter if the team's got your signs or not. Elsewhere, the game in a game that nobody uh, probably uh, paid to see. I'm sure they had to pay people to come in to watch the Angels and A's yesterday. The Angels tie a Major League Baseball record with seven solo home runs, and they lose a the game. That tells you what kind of season they're having. Uh, the Phillies, Noah Sendegard gets gets a win in his first uh, start with the uh, Phillies. Didn't pitch great. Gave up, I think, four runs in a range-shortened game. Uh, but he gets a complete game out of it, and uh, the Phillies win a big game to continue to uh, have that last wild-card spot in the National League by half a game. The Mets do a great job of continuing to hold off the Braves and actually extend their lead back to four and a half games with a six to four win yesterday. Carlos Carrasco with his tw 12th win. Nice job out of Carrasco and um, uh, Walker keeping this team alive. Tyler Naquin with two homers yesterday after Vogelbach got a, a grand slam the other day. Maybe the Mets have done improved this DA spot enough because of the way Naquin can hit lefties and, and Vogelbach can hit righties, that that's all they need to do and not bring in a big one big bat like a Josh Bell. Um, the Mets have got – you Mets fans who are waiting for a collapse or Mets haters who are waiting for a collapse, it's not happening this year. You got a much firmer hand than Buck Showalter. Plus you got Scherzer and DeGrom, which keeps you from losing – having long losing streaks. You're not going to have them. That's, Mets do need to score some runs for DeGrom, by the way. Very impressive uh, uh, season debut for him the other day with five innings and, more importantly, came out of it feeling very good. Uh, elsewhere yesterday, the Astros shut out uh, the Guardians. Justin Volander is just a freak. He's 38 years old. He's had two major surgeries on his arm in the last, like, five years. He's 15-3. and three with a 1.73 ERA. Six scoreless innings yesterday. This is one of the reasons the Astros are, are probably the team to beat in the American League and why the Yankees are going to have trouble getting by them. I'm a big Yankee fan. Anybody who knows me knows that. But I'm going to tell you, tell you like it is. I'm not just going to sugarcoat it and, 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 and make up things that aren't true. Yankees have got to find a way to get by the Astros. And that's likely what most of their moves were, were geared towards uh, here at the trade deadline. Get better in the outfield. Get better guys who can put the ball on base, uh, put the ball, bat on the ball, I should say. Get on base, move base runners. And I think they did that 
with uh, with Ben and Tendi, and also uh, with Bader, who they'll get back in uh, September. He's maybe the first guy ever traded with a walking boot on his leg, but you know I think the Yankees will be fine. The Rays beat the Tigers. The Blue Jays, red hot by the way, beat the uh, beat the Twins yesterday. Who well, I thought the Twins had a really good trade deadline as well uh, uh, in improving their pitching staff, getting Lopez for the back end of that bullpen. He's been one of the best relievers in baseball this year. Uh, they got him from the Orioles. Hernandez and, and Guerrero were homer in this game, and uh, Ma, uh, Manoa. Uh, gets his 12th win in this game for the uh, Blue Jays. Playing great baseball since their managerial switch. It doesn't often work. If you've watched my vlogs, I, I had a vlog here a few uh, weeks back, or maybe six weeks back, not sure how far. That managerial changes don't often help during the regular season. Only twice in history that I can think of has a team changed managers and won the World Series afterwards. Say 1978 Yankees with Bob Lemon replacing Billy Martin. And the 2003 uh, Marlins with Jack McKeon replacing Jeff Torborg, I believe. Uh, there could be another instance that I'm missing, but I don't think so. There's been teams that have made the playoffs, but it's not as often as you think. It's like 17%. Well, it's paying off for the Blue Jays. They're going to make the playoffs. It's going to be whether they win the World Series and they were, you know, they were a lot of people's favorite to do just that. Uh, before the season started, but they've been a disappointment until they made this managerial change, which seems to have set the right tone. Uh, elsewhere, the Rangers, uh, with a couple of their uh, first-rounders making debuts yesterday, uh, they went 3-2 to two over the White Sox. The White Sox, or listen, the White Sox need to turn things around. They really needed a, a, a spark at the trade deadline. They did really nothing. This team has been in win-now mode since last year when they brought Tony La Russa in here, and they had a team full of youngsters mixed in with some oldsters. If this team doesn't make the playoffs and do some damage in the playoffs, I can see them blowing the whole thing up. A lot of guys, a lot of player turnover, Tony La Russa gone, the whole bit. And the Red Sox, who may have the worst uh, uh, view of where they really are than, than anybody, maybe the Giants, and the Cubs, <laughs> yeah, they're bringing in guys like Hosmer and, and uh, Tommy Pham and, to a season that, and not moving Bogarts and not moving any of the seven guys that have expiring contracts um, into a season that they're probably not going to make the playoffs. And if they do, they're not going to be a serious contender. And the players they brought in are not going to help that cause at all. Uh, a couple other uh, notes around the world of baseball, if you will. Um, I should have talked about some of the, the scheduling, but a couple of the quick notes. I mentioned uh, Kershaw hurt his lower back, so that bears watching. Uh, we, uh, or Miguel, Miguel Cabrera is unsure that he wants to come back and play in 2023. Big story. Uh, the Tigers disappointment this year. They were one of the teams possibly expected to do uh, better than they have this year based off of the way they finished last year. Uh, Cabrera may not want to come back if this team is going to start over again. Uh, he's had a tremendous career, maybe one of the most underrated careers uh, in the history of baseball, I think. A um, couple of playoff appearances with the Tigers, been to the World Series with the Tigers, one with the Marlins. 
won a triple crown, I believe, uh, a few years back, and and was just a, one a very well-rounded player. Not a great defensive player, maybe, but look at he started out third base. He played right field. He played first base. Might have started out in right field. Moved to third base. Moved to first base. Whatever. Great stick. Average. Power. RBIs. Clutch hitter. Maybe it's maybe it's fitting he goes out with uh, in the same year that uh, uh, well, uh, uh, that Pujols goes out with the uh, Cardinals. Maybe that's fitting. Elsewhere, the Dodgers are going to honor Sc- uh, Vin Scully tonight with a banner and some displays before the game. They're also going to wear a patch uh, VIN for Vin uh, on their uh, uniform for at least the remainder of this year. Great honor to a great, great baseball man. A good person by all accounts. 67 years as the voice of the Dodgers. And in a lot of ways, a voice of baseball. And he'll be truly missed. Uh, Whit Merrifield, who got traded to the Blue Jays, which was kind of eye-opening in the fact that he hadn't been vaccinated for COVID-19. And you can't go to Canada without it. Uh, did get vaccinated. And apparently he's okay to play with just the one vaccination. The Red Sox released Jackie Bradley Jr., who was a really good player with the Red Sox early in his career, uh, moved on to play uh, with uh, some other teams. Uh, he was with the Brewers, I believe, last year, um, came over for Hunter Renfro, and uh, he gets his release hitting about 210, just a bad year. Uh, a very rare Honus Wagner card goes for a record $7.25 million on a private sale, eclipsing the record of the previous uh, Honus Wagner card in this series, something called a two point, I'm sorry, a T 2006 was the card that was sold for 7 million. The previous card was the T 205. Uh, and by the way, this is also the anniversary of one of my favorite moments in baseball when Nolan Ryan, 45 years old, uh, drilled 25 year old Robin Ventura. And uh, set off one of the uh, one of the best baseball brawls ever, as the twenty the, the man who was twenty years Robin Ventura's senior proceeded to beat the bejesus out of him, got him in a headlock, and just beat the you know what out of him. And I got to tell you, it was one of the I wasn't that old yet, but I was older than Robin Robin Ventura, and I was rooting for the old guy because I knew that would be me one day. Maybe not punching Robin Ventura in the face over and over again, but it was a great, it was a great, great baseball moment. I, listen, I'm not a, I'm not preaching violence here, okay? But um, <laughs> it's just a fun moment in baseball. Uh, let's look at the schedule a little bit uh, going into the weekend, which we'll do on Fridays. Uh, it, it's there's some good stuff going on, guys. Uh, some good schedule, uh, some some good matchups. Uh, important matchups. Pittsburgh goes to Baltimore. Baltimore, by the way, the reason I mentioned this one, Pittsburgh's playing some okay baseball at the moment. Um, didn't really trade their kids. Baltimore made trades. They traded Mancini. They traded Lopez. They traded some other bodies, but they do plan on trying to compete here and uh, get into the playoffs as a wild card. Atlanta and New York continue their series through the weekend. Tonight will be Ian Anderson. Local product here, grew up and uh, graduated from Shenandoah High School, uh, just a stone's throw up the road from me here in East Greenbush, New York. Um, Houston will 
continuous series in Cleveland. Very important series for the Guardians, I think. Very surprising they made no moves, at the, real moves uh, to speak of at the trade deadline. Um, where else? We got some interesting series. Toronto, Minnesota, very important series for the Twins. They need to uh, find some consistency. They've got a one-game lead, I think, uh, over the uh, Guardians and a two-game lead over the, the White Sox. Uh, they need to find a way to extend that. You're going to get uh, an interesting matchup of newly acquired Tyler Mall for the Twins against former twin Jose Barrios, who's been a bit of a disappointment for the Blue Jays, but could really be a big boost for them going forward. you got the Yankees at the Cardinals for this weekend. Nasty Nestor goes tonight. Uh, maybe I'm not supposed to call him that. Uh, <laughs> against Dakota Hudson. That'll be interesting to see. I'm not sure if the Yankees will get to see their ex-pitcher uh, Jordan Montgomery in this series, but it'll be very interesting to see if he does get a start. you got the uh, San Diego starting a series with the Dodgers. Sean Manea against Tony Goss, uh, uh, Gons- Gonzalez. Another name I can't pronounce. You'll find out, guys, watching me. I have a little trouble with the vocabulary. I am the Norm Crosby of my day, which none of you probably will get that reference. Anyway, a big series of San Diego is going to try to show they can compete with the Dodgers either now or in the playoffs. It's kind of important that they find a way to get that done starting this weekend. And if Mark Mancini, uh, one of my my, my good friends and, and uh, uh, regular guest on my Sunday stream of consciousness show, uh, hates all things that uh, Dodgers, if your Padres are going to make a move and your Padres are going to try to show the Dodgers that these moves that they made have put them over the top, which I do not believe they have. Uh, I, I think pretty much everything is status quo as far as who I think will advance and have a chance to win a World Series in both leagues. I didn't see anything that in any of these things that, that, that convinced me uh, we'll see anything other than Yankees and Astros facing off in the American League and the National League coming down most likely to the Dodgers or Braves. Maybe the Padres can make a make some make some noise, but I still think it comes down to the Dodgers and the Braves. So we'll see. They got to get it started tonight. And uh, that's it for today, guys. I'll I'll bring you this update every Friday. We'll we'll recap uh, maybe some of the the week's news if 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 it warrants it and uh look at the weekend ahead uh, as we did a bit today and some of the 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 news of the day and even the week as i said t tango for tgi sports talk happy to be here on let's talk sports uh for these little uh snippets we'll see you more you guys have a great weekend t tango out